Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. What's up, people? <laughs> I apologize, ladies. I got the time wrong. I just got out of the shower, so but we can get started. I thought it was maybe 4.15, but um, <laughs> sorry. I tried to look good, curled the hair, all that. It happens. That's the problem with the time difference. When we're Pacific to East Coast, things get mixed up and (laughs) you end up getting caught with your foam rollers in. It's Tuesday here. It's like Friday there, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Totally how that works. Totally. It's always Friday here. All right. Guys. Welcome to episode 44 of Consignment Chats. It's one we've been waiting Whoa. for. <laughs> it's one we've ladies. been so excited for. Hey, Liz. Oh. Drop a comment. Hey, Let us know if you're watching, if you're there in the chats. Like Liz, who's just off the craziest week, probably probably one of your craziest weeks, huh, Liz? Ever. <laughs> hey, Liz, is this normal for him to come in late with the curlers in? Or is this just, yeah. he's just late for us? Because... I don't know, but I mean, I just let Liz know that I broke into her room in Vegas and stole these from her. She's been looking for them. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Well, you'll have to get those back to her for sure. Look at that. Oh, is that a polka dot? Is that polka dot you got going on? Yeah, that's my shower cap. Sweet. Oh, it was obscured by the chandelier. That's right. That's my. the title of my uh, biography, actually, autobiography, obscured by the chandelier. <laughs> All, right. All right, hang on one sec. Let me change, and then I'll let me do fix my hair, and I'll be right back. All right, let's talk amongst yourselves. I can still hear you. Talk amongst okay. yourselves, and we talk can hear you as well. Talk, talk, talk amongst yourselves. Oh my um, gosh, guys, we have been so excited about this episode. Number one, because we're thrilled, thrilled to have Doug Smith, aka Snoop Dougie. Oh AKA yeah. I like to call it the Snoop, <laughs> um, but we are so excited to have him on. We had his um, counterpart on Liz on episode. What episode is that, kids? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Number thirty-five. Oh, uh, oh, oh wait a minute! Oh, oh. Yes. oh this is a wow. famous jacket, actually. So, we I, I think we need the story on this. So, yes. we're going to start with some back tracking on um as you can all see we're dressed yes this is not my normal attire it's no? I swear like I've seen you wear that before yeah <laughs> Tiffany oh. dresses this way often yes um, <laughs> me, a- I I got into this I got this miracle hair growth thing and it just like <laughs> woo that is it's like a cheap hat <laughs> And she was just pounding on a, a wet chair and poured the water on her and played the theme from yes. uh, Flashdance. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> what a feeling. That's it, you right? You are very Flashdance with that sweatshirt. We're doing this right now under the yeah, table. Oh, All right. Lord, Lord. So... I want to start with some backtracking. We all went with this 80s theme for a reason. And it's a reason not only do I think 80s is the best decade there is, this is true. but the best music there is. Definitely. Oh. But we've got some things to learn about Doug. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to start. You don't have a video, do you? Oh. Oh, no. Did you, did you ask for a video? 
You don't have one, do you? You know what? I just might have a little bit of one to show you. No. Oh, hold on, friends. See if you can identify this. (laughs) Is that a costume? It was supposed to be, but I I, I missed the mark, guys. All right, here we go, friends. Watch closely. Anybody? How did that go? Oh. 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 Oh, I feel like I'm there. Right? The past. She's having fun. All right. So I just had to share that because I had the privilege of watching the entire video. If anybody wants it, we'll get it to you because it is really a fun one to watch. But do tell what's going on in that video there, Snoop. All right. So while this is a jacket from that era, so uh, back, um, I think it was 10 years ago, I played in uh, a band called Rio, a Duran Duran tribute band. And we played all around, mostly in Southern California. But it was uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun shows. And that was our what you call demo reel. But um, yeah, I was the drummer. Hopefully you noticed. But that was yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, you know, throwing back to the 80s, big Duran Duran fan. And the uh, 80s tribute scene was very big in Southern California. It's kind of coming back a bit, but this I was going to say, did it ever really, really go away? I, I never let it go know. away. You know, well, there you go. And this is one of the Rio jackets. There's some mysterious stains on here. I don't know if it's ice cream. Hopefully, <laughs> well, it's well, not blood. Sure. Hopefully, it's sure. not blood. But, I want to uh, yeah. know. So, how many years did you play? Have I played go? drums or what was I in that band? When did you start playing drums? Let's start with that. I started playing drums in the uh, mid 90s. Okay. And I played in several different bands. I played um, in your typical uh, blues rock bar band in a band called PRI. And then I played uh, in a country band with a band called the Six String Outlaws. So kind of an outlaw, outlaw country type of thing. And then I played in a punk rock band called United Riot, which it was funny. I was older than the kids. So the the other guys in the band were like eight and like 20, 21. And I was like 30. And very late in life, I had braces. I I did the whole braces (laughs) early on, but messed them up, then had to get them again. So I had braces in my 30s when I was in this band. And we were playing this one show, and this was the last. This was what broke this the band that broke up in a bar fight. Oh. So we were playing um, this show, and somebody, somebody gets stuck it, in your braces. Oh yeah, a fist. Somebody <laughs> thought it would be funny to throw a bar stool, and that started a whole bar fight. And then I didn't want my I didn't want my braces getting broken, so I was done. Oh my! Because you can't have your braces broken in a punk rock band no no and then um yeah so the tribute scene was coming up i actually worked on a i'm a huge morrissey and smith's fan so for a little bit really i, I didn't notice I know. <laughs> nobody knew nobody knew and then for a little bit i helped launch a morrissey smith's tribute band called still ill out of san diego they're still playing 
but I had to leave early on because my wife had a troubled pregnancy mm. and it was with another man. Just kidding. It was my child. <laughs> that was the, that was the trouble. <laughs> child. So, um, and so I dropped out of that and then, um, you know, here and there were some other bands, but then decided to start up a Duran Duran tribute band called Rio originally night romantics. We had a few lineup changes along the way. But I think I played with them a couple of years and they went on without me. We had the dramatic um, VH1 behind the music, musical differences. And so we parted ways, but um, they they have ceased to uh, cease to play now. But um, it was a good time. It was fun. Mm. Played a lot of fun shows, um, casinos, uh, a lot of the big clubs in San Diego and L.A. But it was fun. So I've had the pleasure of listening to your um, some not all of them, but some of your uh, podcasts. The albums, it's the albums that saved us, right? Am I saying yes. that correctly? Yes, Thank okay, you. yes, the That's albums that saved us. Yeah. One of my five listeners. Oh, awesome. I love them. <laughs> I think they're great. So five I wasn't listeners. sure. You know, I wasn't sure what I would get out of it, but I, you know, I always wanted to know what Rockabilly was, and ah. here I am looking through through the list of your episodes and. There was one that it described exactly the origins of rockabilly. And I just thought that was so cool and something I always wanted to know. And so well done. There you Loved go. it. The more, you know, it's like an after school special. <laughs> the more you I'm know. Happy, happy to have introduced you to rockabilly music. And thank you for that segue. Yeah. Ooh, oh boy. So <laughs> when I was in the San Diego rockabilly scene, this is one of the jackets I used to wear. Oh. Got, he really does have costume changes. I, I thought you were kidding. costume changes coming on tonight. <laughs> and you know why the ladies like you know why the ladies like it is because it's snakeskin. Oh no, it's ple- it's actual pleather, which is nice because it's like pleather. coated. So it like like my hair, it beads up like a deck in the rain. So oh yeah, that's that's but important. That's really just important. Roll yeah. off like a duck, you just roll off the pleather. Yeah. So there you go. So this is the Rockabilly jacket. What's in? There's always something in the pockets. Ooh, these are some old napkins. These look like party oh, oh my god! Are any are, lipstick oh, or phone numbers on here? That's what I'm wondering. What's on nope. there? Nope, no lipstick or phone no? numbers. All right. Oh, well. say keep it family friendly. If there's that's sketches, right. we don't need everything. Yeah, no <laughs> profanity. Five second delay. But Libby, right. I'm happy that I could introduce you to rockabilly music. But yeah, uh, it's something like we in the consignment world, like because we get a lot of vintage clothing and things mm-hmm. like that. It, it's kind of was nice to be introduced to, to the origins of that, so I could know a little bit about what I'm talking about when yeah. I'm identifying those pieces. Yeah. yeah, drop some names, things like that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I got a question we've just talked about, because, and I was going to ask you this ahead of time because I am a lover of many genres of music, and clearly you are too. Yes. From what you just talked about, what is, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, Liz, I I didn't want you to find out this way. Um, It's not what you think. I'll call you later. (laughs) She really knows. She's actually your number three of the five. It's Liz, myself, your wife. I don't know who the fifth one is. My wife doesn't listen. Oh, sorry. Oops. (laughs) Sorry about that. What is your favorite? What is your favorite genre? My favorite genre of music? Mm hmm. That's an interesting question. Probably, I mean, 80s music is too broad, but I listen to 
I mean, listen to the Smiths, listen to more AC, listen to a lot of the Clash. So probably my, I would say 80s alternative because it's a little broader. So you like your Morrissey, the Smiths, some punk bleed over, Depeche Mode. Um, yeah, so 80s alternative I'll go with. So I think I told you this. Depeche, Depeche Mode was my bedtime lullaby music in college. I used to go nice. sleep to them playing every night. Master yeah. and Servant or something like that? Master and Servant, go to yes. bed, Molly. I just put that CD <laughs> yeah. on and hit repeat and sleep like nice. a baby. Well, I, I won't through... tell you about the dreams I had, but it was good. <laughs> I, I went through, I went I through a phase. When... Today. What's that, yeah, Tiffany? I'm sorry. I just wanted to say I sold a vintage dress today, and the brand was Depeche Mode, and I never heard of oh, that. Interesting. And it was very vintage, and uh, I just thought I'd tie that in there because you mentioned Depeche Mode. Wow. Is it possible they were named after a? I don't know who which came first. You know. So I will tell right, you, Depeche Mode is named after a French fashion magazine, Fast Fashion. Oh. So there you go. Little tidbits. Oh, well, I guess it might be possible then. There you go. It actually could look kind of French, the dress. Hmm. Maybe that's where it came from. All right, we need a picture for social media tomorrow of the dress. Because now we just have to know. Okay. have to know. Yes, Yes. I agree. I agree. Libby, are you getting screenshots of this, of his different outfits? I didn't. Ooh, I'll go back and watch the video and get some screenshots. My bad. My bad. So we talked about your band-aids, which I do have some band trivia I pulled out just in case I want to throw some out there at you okay. and uh, see what you can answer because I know you're a music music person. But what if somebody beats him in the comments? Well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> what if somebody took him down? Um Hold on. I'm going to give you one right now because I didn't know this until I looked it up. Um, oh, shoot. Language. I don't have my glasses oh, look, on. we got a fan stuff. here, JR Financial Coaching. Uh, what's up, Joey? How's it going? Ooh. Oh, thank you very much. JR Financial is coaching. Is, coaching. is awesome, too, <laughs> for all of your financial needs. Oh. Yeah, he runs. Yeah, I've been on his show, too. All right. Oh, well, we got to check that out. He's a big uh, Elvis fan, I think it is. Oh, I looked at some Elvis trivia, but I passed that up today. All right, I got Duran Duran trivia for you real quick before we move on to our next big topic. All right. Is it true that they have their own board game? Yes, it's called Arena, and it's very hard to find right now. Well, you took away. Wow, that was fast. That was the second part of my question. Was what was the name of it? Boom! Boom! You just right from there. there. That was also the name of their uh, live album in eighty-five or eighty-six. I don't even know why I'm attempting this, but I just thought it might be fun. (laughs) Well, we learned a valuable lesson here today, didn't we, folks? Mine is don't mess with the best. (laughs) That's what people will take away. What was Duran Duran's board game? (laughs) I never knew it. And so I was like, oh, I wonder. But of course he knows it. Of course he knows it. So we talked about the other hat that you wear in your music podcast. Yes. You have another hat that you wear. Tell us about that. Well, you had another hat. Libby, what were we talking about? What he did before what he's doing now. 
Oh, yeah. So you worked at um, eBay and started their community there, right? Well, went out uh, and did seller outreach. Yeah, a couple things there. So, yeah, I worked at eBay for four years, and um, eBay is like the OG online seller community. They've been around almost as long as the uh, as long as eBay, and um, the eBay online community was the first eBay customer service. So first, it was all online, and it was all their uh, first customer service reps were all sellers, led by Griff, a friend of mine. I was going to say I've heard him talk about that. It's so cool. So let, this is for Griff if he's watching, which he won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wardrobe change. Get the camera ready. Right, so this is a see. thing that Griff used to do. He used to have a persona that he would say wore uh, boas, <laughs> and he had this persona in the community that he would come in whenever there were issues, and he would try and de-escalate it and said, "I'm going to put my boa on and come in and break you guys up." But <laughs> so, but anyway. Back to being serious. The eBay community, you know, it's been around forever. It's the OG of online communities. And then um, when I was at eBay, I was on the seller engagement team. So we used to, we really, my team, I think we really kind of reignited a lot of the seller outreach for eBay, going to events, meeting with sellers, supporting sellers, just being out there as a resource. And that's part of what I still do now with uh, List Perfectly. Yeah, and we, we definitely want to. We definitely want to say so. Uh, the name of the podcast is the Seller Community Podcast, and you'll see Liz O'Kane popping up here in the comments. Yes, hi, your co-host, hi, right? Hi, <laughs> so, all right, here's here's what I have a question for you, Doug. Yes. What is the thing that you have done consistently throughout your career, throughout your life? that is obvious to us. I'm wondering if you know what it is and is it obvious to you? Hopefully I answer the question correctly. Um, I would, you know, throughout my career, it's been some form of online content or another. Is that the correct answer? That was not what I was going to say. There was a hint in one of my social answer. Uh, That is a correct answer. I'm going to say like everything we've talked about, you are a connector. You are a community builder. I would say that would be how I would identify you as just somebody that is spectacular at connecting people, building community. I mean, bands, right? (laughs) Hello. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) eBay seller community podcast, the albums that saved us. Like you're really have a talent for pulling people together and building community and thank you very much. And I, I think that does tie into a lot of what I've done. So, you know, way back when I started out, I had a music magazine online called before blogs, it was called an e-zine. So we started that out. Yeah. Yeah. But what I, what I, what I like about the online world is it, like you said, it does connect people in different ways. And then, you know, early on, I was in a lot of uh, music, uh, online message boards, communities, things like that. And that kind of moved into, um, you know, career, online marketing. And that, you know, when online marketing came along and companies started to go online, it really started to break down some of those barriers in marketing. So it used to be like, we've got this cool snakeskin jacket, you need to wear it. But then it became, it became more of a conversation, you know, when, when, online marketing came along. And then uh, I kind of segued over into um, online education for a while. So kind of gamify, gamify, gamified, gamified, you know, 
online instruction for the government and military, but still, mm-hmm. you know, very interactive mm-hmm. stuff and almost even like uh, choose your adventure kind of stuff. Okay. Going back to the eighties. And then, um, and then, you know, kind of moved into online community, which had been around a bit, but that was the precursor for social media. And that just kind of continued and tied into all that I did, but thank you for, you know, recognizing that I am a connector. Liz, Liz yeah. is messaging me. She says she's blocked. I don't know. She's what that blocked. I just, I'm popping here. I'm going to pop up your comment here though. <laughs> Most of my comments are getting errors and not going through. We hear Thank you, you for Liz. this comment, Liz. Thank you for that. comment. <laughs> but um, no, and you know, it's interesting. So two things that you touched on is um, that's what I really like about the seller community. And that was really, I always say, we went to a conference and a switch flipped for me because um, it's the old story that I tell. Um, when I was partnered up with my buddy, Alan, we got sent out to Kansas City with a an eBay tablecloth and a couple boxes of t-shirts and some hats. And we showed up and we went, we sat in the back and set up and two or 300 sellers were there and they started looking around and they were like, you guys are from eBay? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, Nobody, none of the other platforms do this. Amazon doesn't do this. Will you guys get on the, will you guys answer some questions? So we thought there'd be a few questions. People lined up at the mic. Oh yeah. And some of the questions, (laughs) some of the questions we, we couldn't answer. And so we were honest. And then we met a lot of big seller influencers there. And um, the cool thing that they say, and, but this is true. It's like, we're in a hotel. We're going to, you know, they were shocked to see us go out to eat with them or be down at the bar. And it's like, well, I mean, but I think it's part, you know, it's authentic communication, talking to people, just being accessible. We could have easily gone there and stayed up in our hotel rooms and got room service or whatever, but we're like, well, we're here. Why don't we hang out and talk to people? And we started to get to know a bunch of sellers and, you know, that kind of continues to this day. There were many sellers at, um, I was at reseller, Rewind last week, and there were many sellers are remix, reseller remix. Now you I say rewind. You say rewind. <laughs> 80s music, an 80s that. seller music festival. But many sellers <laughs> that were at that original uh, conference were also at uh, remix last week. So it was cool to see them again. But, um, and real quick, that's what I love about, yeah, Liz is going to punch me later. Virtual. You just got scolded. <laughs> But we're and, sort of um, rewinding today, you know, going back to mm-hmm. the- that was remix in all caps, by the way. That's, that's a right. Yelly, that's right. yelly remix. That's the yelling voice. But um, and that's quite honestly what really attracted me to List Perfectly and why we launched the podcast with List Perfectly is obviously List Perfectly is an awesome tool. I use it, um, and I say if it changes the game at my level, lucky, uh, lucky to get a couple hundred sales a month it's going to change much bigger sales games and just so many different ways to use it. It's a great tool, super great team. The founder story, Claire and Amanda is awesome. And obviously getting to work with Liz is awesome. But what I love too is they appeal to the community across the board and so many different marketplaces. And that, Oh, that's my lovely wife, Meredith. Yeah. Hi, Meredith. <laughs> She's watching. Liz, Liz listening. <laughs> she and Liz will chat amongst themselves. Uh-huh. But, um, we want more dirt, ladies. That's right. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they've got it. So, But that's what was cool for me is, uh, you know, just being able to branch out, out from under the eBay umbrella. 
and learn about the different platforms and see so many sellers that sell across the board. And then working the consignment chats ladies in, Livy, Molly, and <laughs> Tiffany, seeing the niches too, like consignment and, mm-hmm. you know, just fashion and just all the different things. But I love that list perfectly appeals and is a resource for the entire seller community across the board. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to agree. I when uh you guys did the episode with Claire and Amanda, I was I immediately texted the ladies. I'm like, you need to listen to this. We will never use any other software. <laughs> I was just so inspired and just I, I just loved that story and I loved the investment in community. And I think um you do it such a great service. Um thank you, thank you. With the seller community podcast. And I like how authentic you are about um, learning and you started the podcast, uh, because you were asking Liz questions about selling online Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just love how you made that public. So it is part of a larger community and a larger conversation. Yeah. And, but, and that's a yeah. t- true story is I, I've always said, I wouldn't do it with an, any other seller, but Liz and, you know, we met at eBay open and she was, uh, you know, talking about launching. I don't remember if she was talking about launching, a meetup or if we asked her if she would or wanted mm-hmm. to and she said yeah so we went out there a couple i went out there a couple times and um learned a bit from her and then at some point i was like well you know i want to launch an e-commerce podcast kind of because i was on the uh, ebay for business podcast team and they weren't putting me on enough basically so <laughs> i wanted my own i want to take my ball and go home and start my own <laughs> podcast Take my my podcast and go home. But that's why Mm -hmm. I started the uh, music podcast so I could learn how to do it from scratch. And then, you know, we told this story last week. Liz reached out to me. I reached out to her and I said, hey, I wanted to start this podcast with you. And I said, but we wouldn't get paid. It's going to take a lot of time. And she said, no. And then she reached out to me and was (laughs) like, I want to start an e-commerce podcast. Can you give me some tips? And I was like, in my head, I told you this a couple months ago. (laughs) <laughs> and then still, she said, too much work. And then, um, you know, Liz Perfectly came along and they uh, kind of scooped us up. And that's where we are now. Love it. That's such Love a what, it. So what was like, what's one of the best or most surprising things about the seller community and maybe how it differs from other communities you've you've been in? Well, the um, I love that the seller community changes lives and, you know, so many people have had to, in a lot of ways, not so great things have helped them had pushed them to start selling like a job Mm. loss or something Mm. like that, or a life change. But what I really love about the seller community is they're so supportive of one another. That was super surprising to me early on. Like technically people that sell the same stuff go out of their way to help each other. And it, I think that's the biggest part of it. It's so supportive and so inclusive. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's yeah. that just always surprises me. And I love all the stories. So I'm part I'm part of a meetup and I had a, a, a strange experience now looking back with community. So, uh, you know, our meetup is a, mostly Amazon seller, very few okay. eBay sellers, mostly Amazon sellers. And I'm coming from the eBay environment where like everybody's supportive and like telling each other like hints and, but Amazon sellers are very protective of what they do. And I got in there and I'm asking all these questions I shouldn't have been. And people were like, 
just looking at me like, you know, don't ask that. That's not right. That's private. (laughs) It really made me appreciate eBay and the community. Amazon's its own little thing. Obviously, we all shop there. We all love it. And Amazon, you know, with Amazon Prime really dictated the market, you know, what buyers expect, what sellers Mm -hmm. have to do. But, you know, they compete with their sellers. They undercut their sellers. And, you know, it's kind of like... I'm neutral with Amazon. You know, I um, definitely shop on there. You know, definitely go there to look for stuff, but they they compete with sellers. And it's kind of, a lot of sellers will tell you, though, we have to shop on there because of the money we make, the traffic they get. But, um, yeah. you know, there's no there's no real face to Amazon with the seller right. community. And, right. There's know, no real seller. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've sold on Amazon. I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing against it. Uh, it's just, it's just the community wise. Yeah. It's yeah. just very, mm-hmm. yeah, very different. I prefer people, real people. Yeah. yeah. I like authentic, yeah. real connections. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. The community is all about connection. I'm going to take yeah. this jacket off. It's super hot. It's my <laughs> prison break chandelier. So I don't know if y'all realize that he's, he's in his closet. So that's why we're getting all this change. He's got all his clothes right there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's convenient. What do you, want a, convenient. you want a wig change? You want a wig change? Hair change? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I'm get my camera ready. <laughs> I know. I'm loving all this. I'm loving all this. It's fun. I don't know what he's going to come up with next. <laughs> I know. It's like, do, 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 do. I'm waiting for the pop-up. Ding. Oh, Lord. He's falling and he Whoa. can't get it. Okay. <laughs> this is the uh, eBay uh, 2019 wig. Famous. Oh. For, yeah. Thank you. All right. And also the uh, Hall & Oates wig. <laughs> <laughs> Known as the man-eater by many people. The man-eater. Whoa, here she comes. I was thinking <laughs> mine sort of looked like Twisted Sister. Yeah, yeah. that is. That so, is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We're not going to take it anymore. No more. That's right. (laughs) So I'm, um, I'm curious. We want to know, we were not able to attend the boss uh, reseller rewind. No remix. I'm just kidding. Um, We have big F (laughs) O M O. We we were really sad. We weren't there. I mean, just You're really sad, uh, but so happy that it was successful. And it sounds like it's going to happen again next year. Can you give us a couple like uh, takeaways from it? Yeah. So first of all, it was an awesome event. It was the biggest in-person seller event of the year. Mm-hmm. A lot of sellers were there. Um, one of the biggest takeaways from me, besides you know all the information, all the networking, a lot of sellers we talked to, it was their very first seller event and they were hooked. So that's great. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And they're definitely going to do it again. And um, even if eBay open happens, they're going to do it's it again. sounding like it probably right. will as well. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I, maybe. That's what I know. Maybe. So, um, maybe. Okay. but no, just to take what, what was great about the event is obviously all the sellers there, all the networking that went on. Um, a lot of sellers or they listened to the podcast. So that was cool. They're like, I love you guys. I listen to you guys. Awesome. That was great. 
And then the fact too, that they had all these different workshops that, you know, just kind of ran and you didn't have to break your day up and every, but it was like, bam, bam, bam. A lot of great information. A um, lot of emphasis on seller community. Um, eBay mm. was there. Uh, List Perfectly was there. And it was great to kind of great to kind of spread the word about List Perfectly, what it does, you know, what it stands for. So a lot of interest in around List Perfectly. And it's just, you know, um, meeting some different sellers too. Like uh, the guys, yesterday's fits, young lads from Vegas who are like 20 and 21. And they oh, wow. sell vintage stuff, vintage stuff, t-shirts, t-shirts are big. And I was checking them out thanks to you today. <laughs> that's right. No, super cool guys. And they know they definitely knew the Smiths and Morrissey because those shirts are, you know, premium. Um, and yeah, like Liz said, so many different sellers, so many different stories, but it always goes back to the stories. Yeah. I have to say, I love, I mean, I've been on Instagram during it and after it and watching all the different sellers posts and all and stories there and seeing pictures of you guys with them and other people with them and the dancing. And I mean, it just looked like connections happening left and right. Yeah, no, we had, we had a lot of fun, a lot of networking, um, meeting a lot of new people. You know, we did, did a lot of recording, so we're going to work on a recap episode for next week. So we're going to do some clips and let me okay. put this out there. If somebody's listening and they were there, they can go to anchor.fm slash seller community podcast and leave a message with your thoughts around the event. And you can always oh, do that yeah. if you want to leave us a voice message or ask a question or make a comment. Love and that. It could, could go on the show. Oh, maybe so. we'll, maybe let's put that in the, let's put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, today. But, uh, please do. Thank yeah. you. We do yeah. show notes as well. Yeah. And I need to say too, <laughs> is I want to be professional, you know, but it is also Halloween week. So. Says the man in the mullet. Yeah, I think we got to mix it up. <laughs> oh, because, oh yeah. it's Hall- because it's Halloween week. So. Oh, yeah. All right. oh, yeah. Nobody's well, ever going to top this. You realize that, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. The, so we have two bins of costumes in our garage, just in case. Um, at our wedding, we had uh, many wigs. So we have tons and tons of wigs. So people wore wigs. It was crazy. Oh, love that. So I got a lot of wigs. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Did you see what Liz said? Doug told everyone they had to take selfies with us. That's what it <laughs> that was. That was yeah. a really good idea, I think. And I slipped I them it. Seller Community Podcast stickers. But Liz would it. push me out. She'd try to push me out of the... That's why you'll see a lot of them. I'm like peeking. You're kind of off to the side, catch your face, like over in the back. Like, who is that? Is that a ghost? Um, it was a great event. It was a great event, though. I saw your post today about the stickers, and I really want some stickers, but I'm really afraid of what's going to be required of me if I want to get not a lot. I already asked for mine. It's easy. That's right. It's not a lot. It's a little bit of a throwbacky type of thing because that's what I like. It is throwback. Let's go back to the 80s. Let's say it's 1985 and you want to um, get a Depeche Mode sticker from the fan run Depeche Mode group. They would say, send us a self-addressed stamped envelope and we'll send you a sticker. So that's what I want to do. or SAS. That's simple. That's right. It costs you two stamps. And I have no, what are stamps now? A dollar, 25 cents, who knows? 
envelope is off the top of my head though. Yes. Well, I mean, know. I've got some right. I've got some right here, but they just say forever on them. You know, I don't. Know. That's what they uh, do now. I think they just don't change. Yeah. Liz is so, telling us to message her on the side. Wink, wink. Uh huh. Yeah, she'll She's throw in something extra. Wink, Ooh, wink. no S A S E. Oh, so yeah. There you go. So, um, <laughs> but that's the deal. So, email us at podcast at listperfectglad dot com, and oh, if you want a sticker, I will give you my address. Like I say, don't come to my house. Don't camp out. Maybe it's risky. I have no idea. I don't know. We showed that video in the beginning. You might have a line of people there wanting an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Walk out my front door and be like, ah, who are you? You better check with your wife on that. You better really check with your wife on that. We should put it out there. So we will uh, we will see. Yeah. I don't have all right. So everybody I know has stickers on their their MacBook, you put them on your got to get them or your binder or yeah. your yeah. All yeah. the kids I are doing it. I have zero stickers on my MacBook. My kids thought I was like insane. Like, how do you not have a sticker on that? They come What's wrong with you. Oh wait, hang on. Wait, I just added three more stickers on my my MacBook since you saw me last. I just added three more stickers. I have zero. It's completely have clean and blank. Look at them. Aren't they cool? Oh, yeah. Whoa. All right. Well, that's going to be the first. That's going to be before even C Chats gets on there. I'm probably going to have a seller community podcast one on there. That's perfect for, awesome. Perfect for laptops and water bottles. We I like to put them on my Yeti. Yeti. Yeah, I put them on my Yeti too. Cool. That's fine. Cool. Perfect for water bottles. Oh, oh yeah! Right. Like oh song. my gosh! You know, what I want, is that? I want I want a song that goes with that wig. Hit it! That's better. Are you gonna go my way? Right. <laughs> Sung in the style of Cher. Are you gonna go, go my way? That's Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Sung in the style of Cher. Gypsies, and thieves. People of the town. This is my Abby Hoffman wig. I'll do it's the poem awesome. Howl later. It, it almost blocks there the light go. behind you. It's great. I know. It's it's cool. It's like, ah, hey, kids. Look at it. Coming through in beams through the... <laughs> I think you should wear that for all for all of your lives from now on. It definitely gives like that star kind of, kind of feel with the beams coming through. I like yeah. that you can do this. Yeah. Are, there people, are there people listening or is it like two people? Liz and my we wife. Have some. No, we have. Looks to what I see is seven now. Yeah, we lost I have found, to my credit, I have found that people, a lot of people, will watch after. Oh, so the yeah. long tail value. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And this will live on the internet forever. That's true. <laughs> this is true. My. It's going nowhere. Our Halloween episode with Doug. That's right. Going what, um, it was a lot else? of fun making social media posts for this one. I got oh my gosh. I've never seen so many social media posts for one episode before. I had so much fun. My hype so squad. Much. Molly burned up our Canvas subscription. <laughs> <laughs> it was like smoking when I opened it. You I had dug so deep. much fun. You yeah. dug deep. Yeah. This is my jam. 80s is my jam. I got to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what else do you want to know? What do you want to talk about? 80s so Tiffany's our community manager, and um, so let's hit Doug up with some community stuff. Let's, let's get his opinion. See what. Here we go. Oh gosh! Now you're putting the pressure on me. I... <laughs> pressure. pressure. You got this. I I do. 
Is this like uh, John Quinones? What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? Yes. And he's yes. going to come out. Hello, I'm John Quinones. Have some cookies. <laughs> oh, thanks, Liz. Next yes, time we have you on, I'll come up with some extra special graphics for you, too. <laughs> so, so, right, so, so what do you think is like the most important thing, like when you're building a community, like what do like what what do people connect with? So one thing or a couple of things? It's up to you. All right. So I would say, so, you know, the key to a community, it's all about engagement. People want to be involved. Um, people want to be heard. But you have to keep in mind the majority of people, you'll have a low percentage of active participators. Most people will be <laughs> listeners and they'll chime in now and again. And so they want to be heard. They want to be recognized. Um, it's important to have set guidelines. So you have rules, mm -hmm. you know, that you can um, use to protect your community, protect that engagement. And then it's always good to um, community-minded people need to, again, need that recognition. So it's good to know who the most active members of your community are. So you can mm. kind of recognize them, but also get them to help you in your community. So your super users will sure. be definitely willing to help out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. You're part of our community. And you pipe in there. That's good. Yeah. Now and again. Yeah. Um, I'll get yeah, in there more. I, yeah. I'll get in there more. Yes. We've definitely had, I mean, we've had, I'm always surprised at how many people, like you said, are listening because, you know, like every once in a while, somebody will come out of the blue that I, you know, had no idea was even there with like, oh, yeah. I've listened to all of your episodes. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. this right. little thing you yeah. say in episode, you know, 26, like, what was that all about? And I'm always surprised at how many people are out there and listening that aren't participating. Right. And yeah. And, the, you, you know, they people are like comfortable like that or should like, do you feel like pulling them? Like, is there a way to kind of pull them into the fold or you think people that stay back are comfortable where they are? Well, I think there's always going to be people that are going to stay back, but, you know, in like a traditional community or even in a Facebook group, you know, they use mm -hmm. what's called gamification kind of to pull people in. So it's like recognition. Um, people like that recognition. Some communities, they'll do things like badges or they'll incentivize you to do different things. So you're incentivized to comment. You're incentivized to participate. So that's kind of how, um, you know, a traditional com community would do it. Facebook groups are a little different. You know, they've people like likes, people like comments. But, yeah, you'll always have that bit of people that are just going just gonna to listen and just going to chime in now and again. And there will always be the negatives. There will always be the trolls. So, and, the, you know, you, your guidelines can help you with that. And, you know, guidelines are very important. A lot of um, a lot of communities don't have guidelines and they should even a Facebook group because that protects you. But guidelines should also be something that evolves as well. So, you know, if you have an issue that comes up that you haven't addressed, update your guidelines. And then next time you can say, oh, well, you can't talk about competitors in here or you can't get into a fight or you can't use profanity, right. you know, all those different things. Yeah, These, this topic just came up last week when we were in Nashville. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's. I love. We have like a very, um, we have a small group, right? The hundred and some. We're I don't know around two hundred maybe, yeah. something like that. And it is a 
consignment. It's mostly consignment. We do have a lot of resellers in there. And mm-hmm. what I'm finding is everybody has just been so helpful and so, and we, do, other, keep it, we yeah. do keep our community private because exactly. we do talk sometimes about very, um, about sensitive issues, like whether it's money or financials or, you know, a customer we're having a difficult time with or a consigner. Yeah. So, yeah, we do keep it small and private. And I am a full believer that the more the people running the group put themselves out there authentically, the more comfortable yeah. those that are quiet become because they start to get more and more connected with you as a person. And it's not so scary anymore because the more you get out there and you're you, the more they start going, okay. I, I got this. And I think that's a big thing. And I think that's why reels have become so big because you're putting yourself out there, yep. whether it's a silly dance or a showing your dog in your yeah. living room. It's just more ways that you're a, a real person doing something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that harkens back to um, uh, Doug, how he was talking about when he went out with Alan to the, the hotel for eBay, like yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you were accessible. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the, uh, there's in the seller community, you know, Libby, you mentioned this way early on. So in the seller community, there's the online portion and there's the offline community too, but there's a lot of bleed over. There's a lot of similarities. It's like, like you just said, putting yourself out there, being accessible. These people want access to you online and offline. And it helps if you can do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because after, like, I, yeah, like I said, when I heard um, Amanda and Clara, I was like, I, I was just like, that story just, just spoke to me. Yeah. And whereas before it was just a, a software program that I, that I liked and used mm-hmm. after I heard that it was something totally, it was, it was, it was yeah. so much more to me. It meant so much more to me. Yeah, I even look at our relationships with you and Liz happened pretty instantly because we are, we are all put ourselves out there as authentic people. We're not trying to be something perfect or, you know, we are who we are and we put ourselves out there in a way that I think we all connected real quick and real easy because there was nothing fake. Yeah. It's like you're building a safe space for your community Mm -hmm. to openly communicate and bond. People trust you. Those are my own words, by the way. Those are your own. Oh, that was Liz. That was Liz's comment. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not like we're dressing up or wearing wigs or anything. We're our real selves. We are our real selves. I wear no, that's this important. every day. All right. I believe, yeah. I believe it. Tiffany, Tiffany wears that. I'm telling you, if you check in, go by there in a couple of days for lunch and she's going to have that on. All right. I, so, I, you know, how do you, because you are putting yourself out there when you're building community and you are making yourself accessible. How do you, how do you know what that line is between like what you share and, and what you don't share? How do you, how do you kind of figure out, figure that out? <laughs> I'm going to interrupt and say, I think Doug's line is different than the majority. Yeah. And everybody's line is different. How is that? I'm not sure I have a line, but no, I, gonna, I, just okay. try, I, I try to be myself and like, mm-hmm. I've done stuff like, I don't know, good, like last week I went outside with a seller and we talked about music and her husband was a guitar player in Vegas, is, and he used to play in Cher's band. That's super cool. So we talked about that. Um, and then, um, you know, I've just had other times. It's like, I'm going to be here. I'm going to hang out. Let's hang out. 
and it's like mm -hmm. i'm a real person and liz always tells the story too is like she was shocked when i came out and she early on not now obviously but early on she was shocked that uh, like ebay was sitting she always says i was so shocked that ebay was sitting at my kitchen table it's like no it's just mm -hmm. uh, he was late had to do something and log in and was all freaked out um no, and I have you know, when I was at eBay, is like people a couple of times people would be in town and they'd be like, Snoop Dougie, can we come by for a tour? No problem. And then um, I had a time I was up there and we had uh, Hustle Bee and Hustler Hacks in town and they were staying in a tiny little Airbnb. And I was like, I have a come stay with me. So they stayed oh, in there. Wow. That I was know. nice. Why not? What yeah. am I going to do? that was nice <laughs> no but no it's like i i think i i'm i'm me so kind of crazy yeah. but um try to be helpful try to be honest and that's the big part of it but we've used this word a lot tonight authentic that's mm -hmm. a big part of it mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite words it's true it's a good word it's <laughs> i am who word. i am you take me or you leave me that's right. and we also learned at the conference we were at if if you're not my people you're not my people and that's okay yeah, that's, that's okay. true. That's yeah, true. I don't have to be for everyone, but I do have to be me. So right. <laughs> when I we were in Nashville, me. we came up. One of the takeaways from the conference we were at was, um, "You're not for everyone." Like, I'm not for everyone. <laughs> so that's like my new statement: is I'm not for everyone. And yeah. I, I love know it I'm so not. Much. She wants to get that on t-shirts. We're going to get it on t-shirts. Our we're getting ready. Okay. I'm making. I'm designing this test. week. It's we're not for everyone. Climate chats and on the back, yes, we're not for everyone. Yeah, but that's all right. I mean, we're you know we are a, we're a subset of the bigger tribe, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure I'm not for everyone. So yeah. that's okay because okay. I gotta be very me. freeing, isn't it? Well, it's freeing. Your people. What we really love though is those people that we that do get us and do like yeah. like us, and they come out of the blue, like out of the. We had one the other day that just put, started a new starting a whole new business like brick and mortar consignment shop nice. and, on, and, and on her Facebook page, like her first post, she tags us in it and says, you know, thank, thankful to us for, you know, the getting her started. And I was like, wow, like we don't even know. Yeah. Who yeah, like she couldn't have done it without us just opened a consignment store. And oh, meanwhile, yeah. we had no idea that no idea. Um, she was even listening. Yeah. yeah. One of those uh, yeah. Yeah, just listeners and you helped them out because we like to help people. Mm -hmm. Wild, yeah, wild, it's, it's so great, and that's why we're here, and we love that. Uh oh, love I another wick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so um, oh, yeah. what's, what's next for you, like community building? Like, where do you see this all going? Are you going to be expanding your online selling? Are you going to be expanding your um, your podcasting? What? Um, so. We moved recently, so my wife and I both put our stuff on hold. She's ramping back up, so I'm going to ramp back up, sell some more, definitely do some more work with List Perfectly. Um, we're definitely going to keep growing the podcast, um, you know, and let's just say I'm working on some cool big stuff with List Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wow. I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Oh, that is really exciting. And I just have to give your wife a shout out because I, also the interview that you guys did with her on the Seller <laughs> Community Podcast was, I never laughed so hard listening to a podcast. <laughs> it was Thank awesome. You. Did you order an apron, Libby? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm giving the, I might order some for Christmas gifts. I'm getting though. her one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can make a special one. We'll mark it. I think we should make a special one. 80s, 80s style. Yes, 80s style. 80s style. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I think that um, we should end this with one more song, Doug. What song? What do you want to do? Or you want to do some more of your super easy trivia? You want another trivia? Okay. I feel like she I was can't so get disappointed one. after the first. Ride. I know. I, I I just am not in it anymore. Maybe he, he crashed her. He crashed her. Switch. Maybe he should ask us questions. And, and he's then coming maybe... up with a wig. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. While you're wigging, can you hear me? He's wigging out. Maybe some B-52s. Oh, Maybe some yeah. B-52s trivia. I don't know. Oh, do you have a B-52s trivia in there? Rock Lobster. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I have I know, some memories from... I have memories from that song that I shall not share. Do you do that down, down, <laughs> down, down? Not anymore because I can't get back up. But back yeah. then I did. Oh. I'm falling. Not now. Not now. All, All right. right. Which singer? Go? Which singer started the song? Do they know it's Christmas by the band? Oh, that's a good one. Um, which singer started it? Duh. I'm probably going to get well, it like wrong. The first singer to sing? Huh. Which this singer? is really stressful. Is it, mid, is it Midjour or Bob Geldof? No, it's Paul Young. Oh, well. No, oh, well. Look where I got you him. You got him on one, Molly. You got him on one. <laughs> All right. Duran Duran. Whose favorite band was Duran Duran out of these three? Gandhi, Princess Diana, or the Queen? Princess Diana. Yeah, you're right. She was. That was her favorite band. <laughs> I said that. I, I got it too. Really? Yes. Oh my so god! I had no idea. They no idea. The, they played the Prince's Prince's Trust concert. I think it was in '84, mm -hmm. and Charles and Diana were going to be there, and there was a bomb threat from the IRA. They were going to try. The rumor was that they were going to try and assassinate Princess Diana, Prince Charles, and. <laughs> Potentially Duran Duran. <gasps> Whoa. I know. A sh shocking. That must really, that's why it sticks with you. Yeah, right? it hurts. <laughs> shocking loss to the, wow. the world. Yikes. Um, gosh, I'm trying to look for other good ones. I should have been even harder on these. Because the board game I was all excited about. How many singles, how many of Duran Duran singles have been in the top 10? That's a tough one. Um, Good job, Molly. I'm going to go with 15. Oh, you're one off. 14. That was really close. That was good. Thank you. I was thinking was really back to their close. greatest hits album and how many of those were um, <laughs> hits. They have a new album out, which is it's a good album. It's not a great Duran Duran album, but it's a good album. It's catchy. Will you be reviewing it on uh, the albums that saved us? No, I think I'll do in okay. one of their earlier albums. I okay. mean, I did Rio, so you can listen to that on there. Um, there is an episode about the old band on there. Um, All right. But I'll probably do, I'll do a couple more of their albums or maybe just another inclusive uh, Duran Duran episode. All right. Nice. Well, now that I'm, now that I'm a fan, <laughs> look yeah. out. 
All right, what's your favorite live show? I'm going to throw one more random one out there. Favorite live show. Oh, and you can't get this one wrong. Yeah. Favorite live show that I've seen. So Mm -hmm. somebody asked me this in favorite or best. Let's do both. Your favorite. Okay. And then the best. My favorite was um, Depeche Mode's 101 show at the Pasadena Rose Bowl because that was what they did the movie and the live album from, and it was my 18th birthday. Oh, awesome. That was my favorite just because of the experience and 70,000-something people and all the bands that played uh, Wire, Thomas Dolby, OMD, and Depeche Mode. Um, But the best live band I've seen, I usually go with U2 on the Zoo TV tour. All right. So... There you go. How about you, ladies? Oh, somebody start. I got to think. Oh, well, I know what my absolute favorite I've ever saw. It was at a small place, and it was uh, the band James. Oh, yeah. Probably in like 94. They were very good friends with the Smiths, by the way. They used to play a lot of shows together. Oh, really? Well, I did not get to. I never saw the Smiths. I've seen a million shows, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, James is my favorite of all nice. time. Wow. So, my um probably my favorite i was very country in the 80s okay um so i love i went to alabama and the judds opened for him and i just thought that was awesome and then uh, when i was in college i went to a rush concert and i got high off the second tan smoke (laughs) (laughs) so it was a really good show (laughs) so i I don't know how good it was Yeah. So I think my most fun I had going to a concert was REM at nice. Clemson. And it was fun going into it and then not so much fun and ended fun because I got my first um, legal issue by getting busted. We were camping out for tickets. I went to college to Charleston. We were camping out for tickets when they went on sale and after we got our tickets, we were walking back and just about to step into the dorm. And I had my open container red solo cup. And I was caught by an undercover street clothes guy just as I was about to step into the dorm. Ouch. And I got in trouble. But he didn't catch he didn't catch that we had taken the big REM sign. That oh. hung in our suite for many a month after. But That's then, awesome. then... Well, and our one of our sweet mates had a VW bus, and we crammed eight of us girls in the VW bus and took it from Charleston up to Clemson for the weekend for wow. the REM concert, and it was so much fun. I think oh, you just worth answered it. that. I think you just <laughs> answered that. Yeah, 100% <laughs> worth all of it. All of it. There's what more year, to that story, but what year know. was that? Really. That was eighty-seven. Okay, so it was the um, the document tour. Mm-hmm. I believe that is correct. Wow! Wow! Did you just drop that mic right there? I saw that. That's right. <laughs> A bomb. The document tour. Boom. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so much fun! Hi, Philly. Hi, Philly, Philly Flipper. Flipper. What's Flipper. up? I love that Philly Flipper. <laughs> I love it. Um. Guys, I, I got to say, I love this episode. I knew I was going to love it going into it. Clearly, it we've been excited. This is it? We're done? I, anybody got anything yeah. else? I've been through my questions that I put it's together. 
It is we, good to keep them we, wanting more. An hour, but. an hour went by like that. <laughs> I know, I know. It was all those costume changes. Yeah. It was <laughs> all those costume changes. 58 minutes. The Griff so, impersonation. I need yes. you to send me one picture of one costume picture and and you got to get that to me so I can use it. Ask us, uh, Meredith. <laughs> can, yeah, we, Meredith can you get a, a picture of Doug in his snake skin and with the pink wig or something like that and uh, get it to us? I'll message you my cell phone. You can text it to my cell phone. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. So much fun. So I think the next one down the road, and I'm throwing this out without talking to my cohorts because I know they're going to agree, is we'll have we'll have you and Liz Ooh, together. together. Oh yeah, we put 35 and 44 together. Yes, yes, so, yes. Awesome. So episode 70-something. So that, that's what I was going to say. That math tells us that needs to be episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there. I wasn't we going there. No, we can't time. wait that long because that's... <laughs> Like 79. Oh, but I think that would be awesome. Yeah. So both of our podcasts will be coming up on a year anniversary. I know ours is a little That's bit true. four years. You're in February or March, Doug? March. Yeah. March. Okay. Yeah. And we are. Um, ours is uh, New, New Year's Eve. Eve. New Year's Eve. Wow. <laughs> we'll oh, Year really? Yeah. Have to watch that first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know that I can get behind that. <laughs> Those first ones are always tough. I hear every podcaster say that, like, oh, don't go back and listen to the first one. (laughs) Yeah. I think about, I think it was like episode 20 or so. And I said to you ladies, I said, okay, y'all, I just went back and listened to episode number one. And whoo, we've come a long way. I wonder if Philly Flipper feels like that as well. Right. (laughs) Let us know in the comments. Let us know. We're not alone in that. Crazy, crazy. We had to get our groove, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't really time. know me, and I didn't really know them. We had to get our groove, really. yeah. yeah. And now, and look, now look at us, really we're grooving, yeah, we're really <laughs> grooving, we're, we're twinning, too. Yes, oh, hold that up. Let me get a screenshot of that because with Doug's well, pink hair, you guys look well, great. Do you want me to put the jacket back on? Go like this, put it back on, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> One last costume different change, wig or this wig, that wig. Oh, I love that way. I think that's my favorite. Liz, I'm still learning every day too, and I love it. The B52's wig. Wait, Liz knows everything. You know what's crazy is Liz. Wait, you're I, definitely. Wait, what did you say? Alone. 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 <laughs> he doesn't feel like a lot. <laughs> All right, you're putting snakeskin on. Here we go. Pleather, pleather. If this jacket could talk. If the, right. I'm glad oh. I can't because I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are okay. we doing, are are we doing hang loose or the devil sign? I don't know. I don't know the difference. So, all right. It's the thumb. Got it. <laughs> Got it, guys. Again? All right. Sweet. Molly, do you have a video to play us out? Oh, you want to play out on the video? That's all right, guys. Good. Yeah. Libby, all right. This was fun. We're going to leave you all with a little. Uh, Rio going. Special you are. Doug, I can narrate so it much. like a DVD. So much fun. You could narrate it. That's the deadly accomplishment. Who was that that just came through your girlfriend? That was the lady from the actual Rio video. This is again the Belly Up Tavern in Toronto Beach. Oh, wow. <laughs> there was a fun night. 
Guitar player Johnny Alonzo. I can't hear. All right, never mind. All right. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.